Hey guys, Ted Jones here. Unfortunately, we did not get the audio from the Roadcaster Pro, so you'll be listening to this audio from the studio. Still sounds great. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right, excellent. What's going on, Jared Schwartz? How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Just uh, just uh, came in from Staten. Had yeah. work today. That's great. I'm working with this uh, this class that I worked with all last week, so that was a lot of fun. Really, really off to a hot start here with the jokes. Do you do you always drive into the city or do your yeah, every time, you get here? Every time I used to, yeah, every time I used to uh, like the F train to you the know bus. Uh, what? Take like the F train to the bus or something? How do you get there's, to there's no train connected. Like there's fully, there's, there's no train. Fully, no train connected to Manhattan. There's only a bridge and a ferry. I, I hate to be controversial in saying this, but like, how could it be a fifth borough and there's no train that gets to Staten Island? I'm not the guy to talk to about that. You know? That. All right, well, anyway, I'm continue with I couldn't tell you. You know, I, I... That's why we're the forgotten bar. Everyone forgets about us. But I, I'm here to represent, you know what I mean? Yeah, you do a good job here. representing Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. That's why I'm out here every day uh, letting people know where I'm from and who I am. Uh, but I was saying, I, I used to drive... I used to take the ferry. Like, every day. How much is the ferry? Free. So you drive your car onto the ferry and then it's, what, like a no, 10 minute? I would drive my car to the ferry in Staten park. Island Park, walk to the ferry, catch the ferry. It depends when I'm leaving. It might have been a 15 minute. Uh, usually don't rush hours every 15. You know, every 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 time every time else it's a half hour. If I catch the ferry, take a 25 minute boat ride, and then figure out where I'm going from there. It'd so, be a two-hour, two-hour event travel. So yeah. if you had to go to, I don't know, like let's say Upper West Side, you had to go to stand up New York. Would that take from your door in Staten Island to there take like an hour and a half? If you were to take the Staten Island, ferry? probably two and a half. Probably two and a half. It take because from my house, just waiting also from my house to the ferry is a half hour. Ferry to to Manhattan, <laughs> half hour. <laughs> And then wherever I'm going, probably, oh, so I guess about an hour and a half, hour 40, probably from like the one train all the way up to the Upper East Side. Has there been any talk about getting better transportation from Staten Island to the other four boroughs in New York City that you know of? No. Unless Elon Musk got something cooking up. He hopefully will soon. But I was also talking on a previous podcast a number of episodes ago about how Staten Island has to have some attraction, dude. You guys need a football team. You guys need like a Formula One racing team, some soccer team, Major League Baseball team. I don't know what else you want. We got a we got a shopping mall, shopping outlets. So you like the Nike outlet. And like they put it, yeah. Like we have like hanger out. And the best part is they put it at the Staten Island Ferry, so you can walk on there right off. So you go from downtown Manhattan and then go shop at the outlet mall there. And that's yeah, as if like you don't, as if there's anything better on Staten Island. Guys, Jared Schwartz returns. Last time you were here, man, episode 162. I like what you're doing with this stare. I've never seen that. I got it out of the way. I got it out of the way. That's amazing. Jared Schwartz, producer of Mama's Boy Comedy, man. I see uh, you added a a weekly show to your roster, and that's going to be on the Lower East Side on Thursdays? That's weekly, right? Every Thursday on the Lower East Side. Okay, uh, dope. At the brand new club Gamma Lounge, other uh, AKA Joey Bats Cafe. So they opened up a new space in the Joey Bats Cafe. They opened up a new Joey Bats Cafe okay. on Avenue B, between Third and Fourth Street, and he has a little club downstairs, That's formerly known as uh, Lovecraft. Somebody told me. 
Okay. They used to perform there. I'm not familiar, but uh, that was before my time. Nice, man. But it is a dope room. Very excited to get to work on the, a new weekly, man. I got a completely new mindset this time around. And uh, I'm very excited for it. What was your mindset previously? Uh, back when I was doing a weekly, a monthly, a bi-weekly, all at the same time, I was just worried about meeting comedians, getting comedians I really wanted onto my show that I've never maybe met before. And like that was a way to like uh, talk with them and chill with them, uh, to bring them to me. Uh, working on my hosting, you know, getting comfortable hosting, working on, you know, uh, producing a show and understanding it a bit more, working on managing it, managing my time. But now I'm more focused on the craft and crafting new jokes on a weekly basis. Nice. Getting myself in front of a, a random audience every single week. And you're still doing Mama's Boy, of course, bi-weekly at the stand though. No. Well. Oh, you're not? No. That is completely cut off. That's why, when, yeah, when you said added to the roster, I was like, nope. Oh. So just straight up a weekly now. So doing the weekly at Gamma Lounge. Weekly at Gamma Lounge. All right, cool, man. Let me yeah. ask you this. Are you going to be here Memorial Day weekend? Saturday, April 28th specifically. Excuse me, May 28th specifically. I should be. Why? Okay, well, we have Comedy Night with Ted Jones, guys. I'm just announcing this now at the Pit NYC Saturday night. May 28th, 9 p.m. So, Jared Schwartz, if you're free, we'd love to have you come to a set, man. That should be a fun show. We have um, a good line of set other uh, besides from you, hopefully, if you do the show. I'll be there. Okay, cool, man. Nice. We'll May 28th. You, we'll put you down. May 28th, Saturday night. Fever, brother. Let's at the it. pit. You've been Saturday to the night. pit? The, the loft. Yeah, so there's, it's on uh, like 29th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between, uh, you're in the loft, so you're yeah, over there. Your roster. Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm still, you know, producing a lot of shows, but then, like you said, you know, I do like to focus on the crafts and just like to focus on myself because, mm -hmm. as you know, there is quite a bit of stress in putting together the mm -hmm. comedy shows and then worrying about how many tickets are sold mm -hmm. and such. You know, obviously, we do always have a great turnout at the Ted Jones Comedy Show, but sometimes a lot of the ticket sales don't come until you know, four or five hours before the show. So mm -hmm. while I'm watching those numbers hopefully slowly go up, up into the show, it can get stressful. But um, I, I like that idea. I like that move, man. So that's good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm very excited for it. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's a good challenge. It's a good new challenge to myself. You know, writing. You know, I've always, I always work on writing new jokes, but never... I'm the type of guy to really craft one joke and then work on it for weeks or months you know i work on jokes all the time for weeks and months but like getting more sometimes like there's people who write a new joke every single week and there's people who will focus on that vibe for you know a month and then write a new joke and new material uh but yeah this time around i'm really focused on writing a new joke a week so you trying to get a really tight 15 in so you just like in at all the clubs for the most part no not even that i'm really just focusing on getting as funny as i can get Okay. Every single week by pushing myself and challenging myself to write a lot more. How comfortable do you think you are on stage? I know you've done you've done like twenty five minutes before, but like if somebody put you up there and was like, All right, do as much as you can, Jared. Get get them going, Jared. How much time uh, would you be yeah, comfortable? I mean I'm not as comfortable as I would like to be. Uh -huh. I wanna you know, uh what uh, what's like the scale? What are we like thirty minutes up there? Thirty I can do minutes. thirty minutes. I'm not saying it's all gonna kill. Uh huh. I can get up there and just talk to people. Right. You know, I love to do that. Well, that's a blessing too, though, man. Some mm -hmm. people just freeze up after 20 minutes and then the, the 10 minutes after that might not have a clue. So that's always good, even if you're just talking to people, you know? Yeah. And, and you, it also gives you, I mean, it gives you good balance too with the podcast that you're on OnlyFans. You're, you're getting a lot of talking practice 
on that. And then also we had your producer of that show uh, on the podcast a couple episodes. So that was yeah, super, super fun. Yeah, super fun to get uh, behind the lens on that one with Pat. And uh, it seems like you guys have built quite the duo, quite the pairing. Mm-hmm. You know, the Staten Island boys. Um, I see you guys all yeah, over the place. He's, he's working very hard. I'm very proud of him. It's, uh, it's amazing to watch him flourish how he is. And, you know, every time someone wants to bring up, like, if they need a producer, they need a clip, like, he's the first guy I run to. You know, he's the first guy I throw in the hat. Uh, I'll recommend him forever, man. He's, he's just one of the best out there right now, in my opinion. Uh, and he, he's a very, very hard worker. Very hard worker. Very proud of him. Uh, very grateful for him. Do you guys go to school together? Uh, we went to junior high together, but we weren't on the same floors. Like, so were you we in the same grade? We're in the same grade. Yeah, and yeah. you just weren't on the same floor. Like, yeah. Like homeroom or something? What? For like homeroom or no, something? No, no, no. So like our, our school was based uh, on racism. In hindsight, yeah, it was. But uh, really, it, it went based on language. And so he was in Italian, I was in Spanish, so I was on the third floor. Oh, like foreign languages, you both obviously speak English. Right, 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 right. It's just like foreign languages. Exactly. What what school did you go to? Oh, we went to IS-73. Have you heard of Staten Island Academy? Yeah, yeah. Our boy boy went there, actually. Is that a deaf school? No. There is a... I believe there is a deaf school, because I remember I I went to a college, I had a college, I took uh, ASL in college, and... uh, I think that like they, we talked about the school. Uh, yeah, because I think I remember when I was in middle school, we played a deaf school from Staten Island in uh, tennis. Interesting. I'm unsure. Yeah. I'm unsure who they are. I don't know. So what's on tap for you for the next upcoming months, man? You're pumped about the show that you're starting and then um, just trying to make moves in terms of traveling. I did get booked for a gig in Ohio. Oh, really? We'll see how that goes. When is that? June. You're headlining? Yeah, for like, I don't know, like a, a few hundred hours, so like, might just be worth yeah, just to go get trip. the experience, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, you know, not, I'm not making money, but like, What's the place called? I don't know, there's just some like, back of the bar type of room, this guy hit me up for. Where in Ohio? I think Columbus. Because Nathan Orton was on the podcast, and he was talking about this uh, comedy club that he has been at a few times in headline in Dayton, Ohio, but you think yours is in Columbus? Uh, yeah, also it's not a comedy club, I can tell you that, it's just a bar. And it's just going to be you up there, or are you going with anyone? Uh, I don't know, Pat might tag along, might shoot some footage, uh, we'll see. Maybe go to a, go to a, a Indian team. Nice. I'm unsure, I really haven't looked into it. The guy just like gave me the gig, and I was like, he, he, he hit me up for it, and I was like, why not, yeah. you know? Uh, I didn't have to start uh, getting experiences like that just for like the stories and the connections. Uh, I think that's where I'm at in my career right now. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, uh, I, have a, I have a part in an Adult Swim show that we'll be releasing. Nice, is that cartoons? That's an animation Sketch. that I recorded uh, some lines for with my boy Space Skits that I'm forever grateful for. Another very hard worker that I'm glad to know and uh, collaborate with. What was his name again? Uh, Space Skits. No, no, what was uh, the kid's his name? Real, his real name is Cliff Benfield. Yeah, yeah, I, I messaged him one time. Is that like, right? I was like, dude, those are dope. And he's like, thanks, Ted. <laughs> That's on your page. He's the man. He's, uh, he's the man. We got, uh, we're still working on, it, 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 uh, this big project now that we're waiting on to drop, he's been working on it for like the last couple months now, so we have to pause our series of Blob World so he can, uh, get this, uh, show out. When is that releasing? Uh, I'm unsure of the date, uh, but I know by, it should be it should be submitted be, by the end of April. Uh-huh. I'm unsure when it's going to come out, uh, but I'm very excited. I'm in a couple episodes. The character is 
legitimately me, which is very exciting. Uh, just really just focusing on this show. That's really it. And working on getting funnier and meeting new people. And I think opportunities will come along, you know. Really just getting the show as best as it can, and you like looking at me like, no, no, no. Well, I'm wondering why it's going to be so different from the weekly show than your other shows in the past. Because I have a different mindset, and I'm not hosting, and like I'm focused on completely not hosting. Well, and I feel just like working on my set. Some of your other shows you don't host either. No, I stopped hosting like entirely. Like I just felt like me hosting, and now like I, you know, uh, just it, it, it's just a totally different energy when you host, you know what I mean? That you gotta have every single night you host. And like, I'm unsure. I, I just don't, it's not that I don't want the pressure or that challenge. It's just that I have a different mindset on where I want to take my comedy. And uh, I have the opportunity, I have like, I have the network to get hosts. So why not uh, take advantage of that? And you know, I'll also do. You know, I think I'm gonna be looking forward to like doing crowd work and talking to the audience. A bit yeah, you're more. it sounds like you're tasting all the flavors of comedy. Mm -hmm. That's what you'd like to do. Yeah. Tell me more about these rocks right here, Ted. I've been. Yeah, it seems like you're a spiritual guy. The, the rose quartz apparently <coughs> brings in good energy, good flow. Sam Ramsdell was on the podcast the other day. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm so into crystals. Are these rose quartz?" I was like, yes, I guess. I got them on Amazon. I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. They're cool. Got a nice color to it. And I also wiped down the table before you came. You're welcome, I bro. This table, this right. glass table, I'll tell you, gets pretty dusty. Glass in general. I just found out I'm allergic to dust mites, so I appreciate that. Really? Allergic to dust mites? Allergic to dust mites. So how did you find that out? They prick you with dust? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> 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 well, we got some dust in there. Or maybe that was a laugh. <laughs> it was both. It was both. But no, they did do. I didn't get the prick test. I'm allergic to grass, weeds, grass. Dude. Yeah, dude. So you can't walk on grass. Potentially not. I can walk on grass. It's just, like I'm just gonna get like just uh, itchy, maybe inflamed a little bit. The bottom of your feet or your whole body? No, no, just like they said. They said it's like uh, I really like phlegm up a bit, like you know, get mucusy in a way to like fight off like the. The allergies. You just had one of those allergy tests where they poke you uh -huh. and a bunch of stuff? Yeah, for environmental. Yeah, I'm going back in a, in a few weeks for uh, food to figure that out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm also allergic to dogs. Not, uh, allergic to dogs? Makes a lot of sense. Do, yeah, you, my mom is do, you, uh, do you actually get any, I mean, besides being a little phlegmy, do you get any serious allergy reactions no. from that? No, just like, I'll have like, uh, uh, people would say otherwise, I sneeze a lot. Mm -hmm. I sneeze a lot, dude. Like a lot. <laughs> like Do you still lot. smoke weed? No. Uh, occasionally. Occasionally. I feel like since the last episode, uh, I've, I've, I've picked up uh, ecstasy. Yeah, bro. You were talking about how you were going to go to some festival or some event with maybe your brother. Or really? Someone, like, For the first time. Yeah, when did that come up? Do you yeah, remember episode, what date? Episode 162, you know probably July. Yeah, I think I was going like a Sometime time in like, July. The end of July. You had just gotten a fresh haircut. Was yeah. that the last time you got a haircut? Probably not. You probably got one since then. Maybe. Maybe. I think it would have grown no. a little longer. Or you would have no, no, no. Well, your hair looks good. But I have, I have gone to now a few concerts with my brother. And I've done ecstasy to all of them, and it's been amazing. And like, I just spread so much love. That's good. Even the next day, people say like after ecstasy, the next day like yeah, they feel like shit. That. No, I feel great. I feel inspired. 
I feel like, oh, okay, I can go and conquer. Ecstasy or Molly? Ecstasy. And then I did Ecstasy for the first time alone at a club. I wasn't alone, just by myself in a room. <laughs> I did it without my brothers, like, uh... Watching over you? Yeah, that was a word that I was looking for. Yeah, I don't know. I was actually looking for that word, too. Like when? Um, uh, chaperone. <laughs> sure. Chaperone. <laughs> yeah. That's what word were you looking for? Um, something that was like that, but what, without your brother... What's, Got like, it. the synonym for watching over? Chaperone. Chaperone. Yeah, I guess. Like, the school dances need a chaperone, somebody to watch over. All right, stick with that. Taking care of. We'll stick with that. Dude, you pump for summer? Producer Pat, check it out. It's a, it's a beautiful <laughs> day today. today. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Today. What a beautiful day it is, What a beautiful man. day, man. Uh, that's great. What do you have to have on for tonight? Just bouncing around to a couple shows. Are you doing any, or are you just bouncing around? Just bouncing around. Maybe I'll come with I'm you. Sure, I'm sure I'll do Okay. I'm sure I'll do Nice, bro. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm gonna check out uh, Comedy UO, Village Idiot. I might go. I might go to Queens for Training Day. I know they they always show up, and I haven't been there in a minute. I saw Andrew Ginsberg on the street the other day when we were vlogging, and he was like, "Oh yeah, dude, come to uh, come to our show at Juke Bar on Wednesdays." So today is Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe I'll roll through. That was funny. I ran into him on the street. It was cool. Jared Schwartz, tell us something interesting about yourself, bro. Besides comedy and your day job, I asked for the first time. You did? It's great. Recently? Yeah. With your like girlfriend? Something like that. A girl you're seeing? Nah, it's a girlfriend. You're being suspicious. Oh, so it is a girlfriend. Suspicious? I can't say that word, bro. Suspicious? Why? Suspicious. Yeah, I got too much of a list. So I've been, yeah, I've been dating, man. It's been great. It's a girl from Staten Island? No, I can't date a girl from Staten Island. So then how do you, you get back and forth? And you like bring them, you go to Manhattan? or No, or this, girl, this girl doesn't come to Staten Island. Oh, so after all, seeing it. You just see her, her in Manhattan? Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. You just see her in Manhattan? Yeah. Yeah. We see each other about like once or twice a week. Not too much. How long has this been going on? Uh, I met her in January. Started like talking, so it's been like three months. It's been about what's well, been your longest relationship? Uh, I've only been in one before. How long is that? Uh, it was like open, but like I wouldn't even say it was long. It was really, we were really just like seeing each other the whole time. I guess I called her my girlfriend here, and I should call her my girlfriend. Like, she's an ex, I would consider her an ex now. And she's in comedy, we met. What she's not in comedy though. Go ahead. What were you saying? You met we when? met in January, and we officially stopped talking in October. Like, like this we is stopped hooking up. We stopped hooking up in August. That was a couple years ago. Yeah, this was last year. Huh. And we stopped talking in August. Yeah, that's. I guess you would call that. Well, I don't know. Relationship. I have relationships with everybody, bro. It is a good relationship. Yeah, dude, we do have a good relationship. And you have a good relationship with your co-host, Karen. Dude, it's so funny. Like, when I watch um, your guys' podcasts, you guys do have a great little relationship there. You watch and you're like, are these guys dating? No, they're not dating. Is that, is Karen his older sister? No, that's not right. And then you just think that you guys are, I don't even know, brother and sister. Mom and dad. Mom, (laughs) Mom and son. Mom and son. Mom and dad works, too. No, don't. 
I guess mom, dads usually don't get sex. But they just get bitched at. <laughs> I was complaining to somebody about our troubles. I was complaining to my girl about Karen and I's troubles. Your work relationship? Yeah, and she's like, you guys sound like a married couple. I was like, we're not even talking. And she's like, yeah, exactly. Dude, I saw that you came into the podcast, didn't even show your face, and then left the last episode I watched. You watched? Gio and Derek. I saw it, dude. I was like, is Jared going to come back? And he never came back. So I don't know what episode of OnlyFans this was, but Gio Perez is coming on the podcast is in, in a week or so. Yeah, Derek Drescher was on the podcast, Con Body, a few episodes ago, if you guys check that out. They both went on uh, Karen and Jared's podcast, but Jared was like parking the car or something that ended up being 30 minutes late. And Jared walks into the apartment. You can even see him on camera. See, you hear about him off camera. Walks in. was like super pissed. And then walked back out and then never came back in. I was like, is Jared coming back in? So what happened? Is everything all good or what? I thought Karen was going to be super pissed at you right there. I'm sure she was. Yeah, she was. <laughs> what happened though, bro? Describe. Because you had frames or something. Let's talk about it. Let's get mm-hmm. into it. Your hardships. I'm over it. Uh, I ran late, they started the podcast, I wasn't in the right mind frame, didn't think it was best for me and the podcast if I were to have joined. So what was your mind frame before that? You must have not been in a good mood when you showed up. I'm sitting in an hour and a half of traffic. That's gotta also be pretty unpredictable. Yeah. You know, like, I've worked with people in the past who are from Staten Island and sometimes, no offense, bro, you guys are a little unreliable. And maybe it's not your fault, but, like, you'll hop in the car and it'll say, what, an hour on MapQuest? And then it ends up being an hour and a half, right? That happens quite frequently. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of reading and everything's about it. this latest book. It's really, it's funny that it makes sense is why I'm reading it right now in this moment. And then this just happened to me. Had I, maybe had I read that book, you know, like a couple of weeks before and read that passage that I just read today. You know, maybe well, I would have been in it. Everything mindset. happens for you. No, uh, it's just about controlling your emotions and pushing through and, uh, you know, being a cleaner and being there and, and, uh, being, you know, put, you know, having, being in the zone when you're meant to be in the zone. But that's gotta be pretty exhilitating if that's even a word, dude, just cause you never fully know if you're going to be exactly on time, especially like when you have spots all over the place. Like you do, you just leave super early and make sure you're there early. Yeah. So when are you going to be making the move? I know we were talking about it briefly. Were we? Oh, like, per- like personally or I believe, I believe personally. Yeah. I'm working on it. Uh, um, that that's you know that's actually something you know it's, it's interesting you said I, it's interesting that I didn't bring it up when you asked me what am I looking forward to and I actually don't like that I didn't bring it up because that is something I am looking forward to Please but bring it up, maybe bro. we were talking about in terms of comedy you no know, no no, no. go ahead dude go ahead but that no 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 I'm saying like when you asked me what do I have going on I didn't mention that like for the future that is something I'm looking forward to I'm looking to come into fruition for June. July. That's pretty close. And I think, yeah, I've been, uh, the more I put it out into the world, the more I, like, somebody will, like, reach out and be like, oh, I'm looking to move out too. And, like, I think the more I talk about it, the more, like, the more the earth, the, the universe will answer me. So, I don't know if you saw this vlog I put up yesterday. You were briefly on it. Like, Pat was sitting at the table with us. I think it was during Mom's Void last mm-hmm. week or two weeks ago. 
Pat was like vlogging us and he was like vlog squad. He was like, we should start a hype house. And I was like, where would we have the hype house? He was like, I don't know, maybe Jared's uh, basement or something like uh -huh. that. And I was I thinking, know. I don't know that, that that could be that could be good. Obviously not in Jared's basement, but group of people getting together trying to make a content house, something like that. Some that's something you'd what be interested I? in. Yeah, that's something. It sounds like I auditioned for. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun, man. Like you and Pat living together, I'd stop by all the time, have a couple of vegan donuts if they have vegan donuts these days. Thing is, dude, I I don't have plans to leave the city. I think. That, yeah. Me and my friend, me and my buddy joke around, like, the city needs me. You know what I mean? They do. The city the does city need, bro. Especially May 28th, 9 oh, yeah. p.m., Saturday, the pit, NYC. That I, should be I, haven't, I haven't built up uh, haven't built up a resume yet in New York. We talked about you having a talking head segment briefly. A talking head segment what? Go on here? Yeah. No, I mean talking head, head, talking head segment, just you in the camera talking about whatever. Oh, like on, on like Instagram? Yeah. I've, for, I've literally written an idea on my, I've written it down multiple times on the same idea, and I just like haven't pushed and like put myself out there to do it. Well, dude, if we're talking so much about the universe, you know, if you keep getting that same thing in your head, yeah. it's the universe being like, all right, Jared, let's do it. Because dude, that sketch you made uh, the other week was just you, the sketch about nothing. Yeah. That was funny. Thank you. I appreciate that. Funny, I got another one. Uh, I got another one on the table coming out, and uh, and like I'll probably put out this maybe this week. Another week put it just out. you sketch. Yeah, just me. This one, it's 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 like a storyline that I'm putting together where it's like this one's about me moving out, telling telling myself like, hey buddy, you gotta move out, and I'm like, why do we move out? We're chilling. I'm like, what are we doing here? But dude, June or July, you know, talking about moving out. That's that's pretty soon. Now's the time to look. For sure. Do you have prospects of people that you'd want to live with? Yeah, I have a couple. Pat would be one, but then he just said he wants to, like, uh, maybe go by himself. I don't know. Maybe even just, like, put myself in an uncomfortable situation and get in a random roommate. But I don't know. It's just, like, I don't want to do that. It's like, uh, it's just not something I want to do. You want to be in Brooklyn? Hmm? You don't want to be in Brooklyn? Maybe Lower East Side? I, would just, I want to be in Lower East Side, for sure. That's, like, that's the main area. I would want to be. I I don't think I'd mind Williamsburg. Like that's about it. Yeah, it's like close enough to the Lower East Side also. Yeah, but I I, I need. It's I like a very it. central location. I feel like being over here, I'm not in the most central location, but I can for the most part walk to a lot of places. Yeah. And walking to the stand, there's no real other way for me to get to the stand besides walk. It's like 20, really? 25 minutes. I mean, if I went to you know uh, a crosstown bus, something like that, there's no real like subway. Oh wow, that way. Yeah, but um, this yeah this part of town, and I also don't mind walking. But do you do a lot of walking in Staten Island, or is it no, a lot of drive? Not at all. So it's like driving to the date spot and then driving home. The only walking you're really doing is subways in New York and walking around Manhattan. Yeah, I barely do that because I drive out there. Uh, so when do you get your steps in, bro? At work, but I barely do that because I sit. Maybe during recess. A little bit, not really. <laughs> during kickball. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, Really, just standstill guy who look, I don't know. I guess it won't stand up. Yeah. Uh, no, man. I, I don't walk much at all. I can walk to my mall. That was about it. Like a few weeks back, I got sick, and then like I was trying. I was recovering. We had talked about that. You were you were calling for your mom, bro. When I get sick, I do that too. What? What do you mean? I, I heard you on the podcast. You were like, "Oh, mom, I need you. I'm sick." <laughs> just like this, dude. I I was calling for my mom. I was deathly ill, and I, she brought me like a like a rag. <laughs> Typical mom moving crackers. Did you not? Did you not have uh, COVID? 
No, I didn't. Did I, I ended up testing positive for the flu. They uh, have, yeah, I did test for it. They have tests for the flu. I didn't even know, dude. I don't think they have flu tests. But like, that was the most walking I ever did. Like I, on Wednesday, like I was like, I need to get out. Of, on Friday, I got sick Wednesday, Thursday, I stayed in the house all day, and then Friday, I was I was gonna go do the podcast, and I stayed home again. And early, I woke up a little bit early. I felt good. I was like, I have to get out of the house. So I walked over to the doctor's, which is I live right next to the mall, so it's like a ten minute walk. And then I the bookstore right next to it, so I went to the bookstore, found a few more books. That's a peaceful day. Do you have sidewalks in South yeah, like that's how you yes. get them all. Yeah, but like, I'll have a car. Street. What? You were walking in the middle of the street. What? You were walking in the middle of the street. No, no, no. No, we have a lot of grass. Maybe that's why I'm also sick then. And that's why I have to move out here because there's no grass out here. Yeah, dude. Well, there's a lot of dust, though. There's a lot of dust. Count your, your uh, dustlings on that one. I would make sure to dust off. Why do you have a highlighter in your pocket? I've been, re- random. I've been reading a lot. A reading and highlighting? Reading and highlighting. The latest book I'm wrestling. You got a few books right Yeah, there. I know. I was, gonna, I was actually going to say. It where, bro, if you like any of those books, you take one. Is that right? Yeah, bro. To keep? I'm, a, I'm a huge. I mean, you can read it. I'm a huge uh, Tony I'm a Robbins guy. Keeper guy. Anthony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oh, you got Anthony. That Robbins. was before. Yeah, that was um, that was before. I think he started going by Tony. Like it was Anthony. Really? Rob- yeah, it was Anthony Robbins. Oh, Anthony and Tony's the same. Same guy. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> but, um, it was Anthony Robbins. I think until probably like early, early two thousands that he switched to Tony and then he blew up. It seems so like uh, it seems like those are like self help type of books. They really are, dude. And he, he seems that he writes at least one every two years. Um, and they just keep getting better. It's just uh, just about positivity and goal-oriented stuff. That's, like, really his main... That's, that's what I've been reading a lot about. I went to one of his conferences in Palm Beach, mm-hmm. West Palm Beach, and it was life-changing, in a sense, um, just in terms of how to view everything. And, and that's what I was saying earlier. Life happens for you, not to you. So if something bad happens to you, it's happening for you, not to you. You don't... Uh, you bomb at a comedy show, it's happening for you. You're breaking up with some broken up with someone. It happens for you. Something bad happens. It's all for you. Good, good. It's for you. So just seeing um, the outer world as oh, this is positive for me. My yeah. flight get canceled. This is happening for me. You know, maybe I would have landed, then the rental car service company right. would have not had my car again. The car crash. Something like that. Because you can't always see the future. Is it? Isn't it interesting when you read a lot of these books and you? realize that you've been living with that philosophy already has that happened with you reading like a, a type of book like a self-help type i book think like that, that the, the self-help books and when i first watched the secret the movie the secret i don't know if you've ever heard of that it's like the, it's about the law of attraction and like sophomore year in high school is the first time i saw that movie the secret if you guys have never seen it it's just how Everything in the universe is attracted to towards thoughts and towards positive emotions and negative emotions. So we are like a creature of energy and any energy that we put out into the universe attracts back to us like a magnet. So the law of attraction is like, all right, I'm going to have a great set. I'm going to have a great set. I'm going to have a great set. You have a great set. I'm going to do shit. What if I do bad? What if the right. worst thing happened, that happens? So um, ever since I saw that, I think like I've always tried to think positively when I went to college and played tennis in college, that was really difficult for me because I got so mad on the tennis court anytime I missed a shot. 
So that was really the time when I saw myself melt down and just be a mess of positive, of negative emotions. But throughout life, I think I've done a better job, and not on the tennis court, but in other aspects, just trying to see the positive and things and moving forward in a, in a positive energy manner. So I guess, yeah, it's, I mean, it's helped, but I, I would like to say that I'm trying to, you know, focus on doing good for myself and others. You seem to be doing great. Yeah, man. Thank From you. what I appreciate I'm that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great shows. Thank you. Producing a podcast. Getting, getting out there. The vlog. Yeah, man. Every day, bro. So that I mean, yeah, that's the that's the direction. You know, get um this podcast to a high level, the vlog, and then the comedy shows as well. But I I do I do respect and appreciate what you're doing. Slightly taking a step back. I mean, not really though, because like you're still producing every single week, but taking a step back from hosting and just focusing so much on. This is your show. This is the show needs to be great, and you're focusing on you know what you need to do in terms of improving yourself as a comic. And it's funny you say that because I've been taking a step back in myself and comedy as a whole, and just focusing on myself. I think the more I do that, the better things get for me in comedy. Like I'm still, like I already have the habits of like going to show, going to mics. So like those come unconsciously now. You know what I mean? And that's such a huge part, man. Like, you you always say when you come on stage, I mean, we can edit this part if you don't want me to give away your first joke. And you're like, who wants to chill? Are you like, y'all want to chill? Yeah, I'll try and chill. You know, something like that. So, we, which you're a very good chiller. So, you have that aspect down. Because, dude, a lot of freaking people won't do that. Or a lot of people even say to me, Ted, why are you going to the stand? Or why are you going to this particular comedy club and you didn't even have a show that night? You're just hanging out there. It's just to chill, you know, rub elbows with people. And I do like a lot of people in comedy. You know, I think that there are a lot of comedians that are cool people that I don't mind, you know, being around with in general. There are also right. com- comedians that, you know, you probably don't like, I don't like, but I, I do enjoy the hang. I think the hang is super important because that's, yeah. that's how you get booked a lot. That's how you, that's how you book, get booked. That's also how you learn a lot yeah. more. Like, remember the first show? It was almost about a year now, maybe 11 well, months ago that I met you. Jared came to Asylum NYC with Karen. Karen was booked on our show. There's probably 60 to 70 people on that first night. Yeah. Um, Jared showed up, met him for the first time, and a comic didn't end up coming, so Jared took his spot and did some time on the show. It was great. And this was a time where, um, were, you, were you doing Mama's Boy at the stand at this particular time, or were you just starting it? I might have. I was definitely doing Mama's Boy, I can tell you that. Just maybe not at the stand. Yeah. Cause you've had, you've been doing Mama's Boy. You did it at your parents' house. Oh, uh, that was Jared and Friends. Mama's Boy Comedy presents Jared and Friends. Yeah. Gonna do another one of those. I summer. probably will do one this summer. Uh, I will. I will be doing another one. That's a that's an annual thing. I'm very excited. Uh, I'll be I'll be looking forward to that. That's one. dope, dude. Uh, I haven't like discussed it or anything, but I think this one will be bigger than ever. I'll do it like on like a weekday where like not everybody's like away or something like that. I think I think I'm gonna find the right week right day for that one but no i've been doing dude i've actually been doing mama's boy uh technically i started the first ever show june 2019 it'll be three years yeah that was like that was like a ted jones comedy show i did a one-off at an art gallery probably like three and a half four years ago yeah and then but then that was while i was still working at my dad's company so i wasn't taking it too seriously but i just enjoyed the the concept of putting on a show and people having fun because it's fun to see other people have fun. Oh, you know that's also I mean, a great part about the reason why I do it. That's one of the reasons why. Like, it almost upsets me when like other people get upset. Like I, like, and that's the thing I'm learning too to not. 
be upset over let myself get upset because it's more on them where like I can't control other people you know what I mean so like when I'm like oh like how can I make you help you like, like how can I help you like how can I make you happy like no it's just like if they don't want to be happy that's on them you know what I mean it's like I'm not taking anything personally it's just hey that's how you want to live your life that's how you want to live your life I'm really focused on like one of the biggest things I'm focused on right now is removing myself from situations and energy that I don't want to be a part of because I can control where I put my energy, which is what happened on the podcast last week. Uh, you know, everybody can always get better with communication. I'm, you know, I'm working on it every single day, bro. I'm reading, understanding, talking to people, learning from people, studying people. That's the best part about it. Like, you know, we'll see people every single day, see thousands of people every single day. It's amazing. I love it. And then also part of your day job, which you're doing right now, is connecting with people who yeah. may not be children. as good of connectors as other people in the Special world. Special needs children. You know what I mean? Who have probably the biggest trouble when it comes to connecting with other people and like focusing on their work and like understanding what they're doing and like having to like find different ways to maneuver with them and like finding different tactics to be able to get them to do their work. Like, yeah, it's teaching me a lot. I always look for the positives in situations. Like, I think the biggest positive, you know, one of the biggest positives that this job is teaching me is patience and understanding of other human beings. It's amazing. A lot of real funny. <laughs> what are you doing for Passover? <laughs> Chuck Samaya. We're releasing this as Passover is tomorrow. I I'll, leave. I'll be in Florida. Well, as, as we're releasing it, it will be tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to Florida? I'm going to Florida. And I'm going to coincidentally be there at the same time as Hannah's bachelorette party. So I'm going to, you know... Uh, Are you crashing it? I'm going to crash a little bit. A few activities. Does she know? I'm gonna crash. She knows, yes. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know. Uh, no, I'll be down there. And it um, should be fun, man. So I'll be there for the long weekend. And then I'm going to LA beginning of May. But, you know, I have a, a few things lined up the next three or four weeks. So it should be fun, man. Great. Uh, I'm just having dinner with the fam on Saturday. Taking the night off... Uh, Things gonna be a good night. You're not doing Friday night? No, we're doing Saturday night. I got a, I got a gig on Friday. I built a stage for my boy. Oh um, yeah, you're good at building stuff, right? I'm a carpenter. Pat, Pat's actually Pat like taught me a lot. Well, Pat's like a, was a superintendent at WeWork, so I imagine he's good with his hands. Oh, he's great. He's great. He helped me build the deck for uh, my backyard, oh, which is why. Where did you? Well, Jared, bro. Where did you build this stage? Uh. Technically, I built this stage in the fucking Lowe's parking lot, but the, we had to get everything cut at Lowe's, and it, they weren't precise, and I couldn't bring my 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 hand, circle saw, so... You have a circle saw, dude? Uh, all you need is a circle saw and a drill, bro, and you can do anything. Anything. That's crazy. Circle uh, saw. It's just intimidating ass stuff. You see, I have a... Oh, I don't have my DeWalt. I want to show you, actually, my DeWalt. Um, what do you got? My, uh, my case. Of tools. Was I supposed to keep the show going? Yeah, you were supposed to keep it going, dude. Yeah, you must not watch my podcast. <laughs> Never mind, I couldn't find it. I had yeah. like a, I had a toolbox bag. I believe you, bro. Tools in it, whatever. I believe you. Grateful for Karen giving me the opportunity. Grateful. For you bring me on here today. Of course, dude. Grateful for the animator I work with. Grateful for anyone who's ever done Mama's Boy comedy. 
grateful for Joey Bass, Housing us, grateful for the stand. I'm very grateful, man. And people who say otherwise can uh, come and talk to me and uh, let's get to know one another. <laughs> you know, because some people like to say otherwise, and I, you know, dude, I, I I've been working on this. I think it's funny when you say, uh, like, you ask someone, like, oh, how do you find out about, or like, how do you know that? And like, that could come off like condescending or like in a negative tone. Talking about what though? Like, when I ask people, like, how do they know the job that I have? Like, how do you know what a paraprofessional? Like, one time this lady, like, bugged out. She's like, what do you mean? How do I know? Uh, why don't you ask the other people? I'm like, it's like, I genuinely want to know how you know. Or, like, how'd you find... Or, like, here's another example that's totally off from that, where, like, this person called me J-Cat. And I was like, why'd you call me J-Cat? And I'm just like... And I, I mean it genuinely. I'm like, why are you calling me? I'm just like, where'd that stem from? Like, where? what's the story behind J-Cat? And if they don't have a story, they don't have a story. But if they do, like, you know, it'd be cool to hear. I'm open. I'm what did that person say when they called you J-Cat? And you asked them, why did you just call me J-Cat? They hung up the phone. <laughs> What's up, J-Cat? Why are you calling me J-Cat? Beep! <laughs> oh, wrong Some number. Combo. Yeah, literally, that sounds like something like that would happen. I was going to ask you if you got any nickname, Ted, but your name T-Money, is... T-Money, Ted Jones. You got called T-Money? I get called J-Money. Yeah. T-Money. T-Money is an old one. I mean, Ted yeah. Jones has been, you know, since beginning beginning days of college. TJ? Or not? TJ. Yeah. TJ? TJ. I get a lot of just full name, though. You know, like Ted Jones. You yeah. call me Ted Jones. I do call you Ted Jones. I think a lot of people You also wear a lot of Ted Jones. A lot is an understatement, bro. Yeah. A lot of people call me Jared Schwartz, I feel like. They get called full name a lot. By the way, you guys definitely didn't hear that on the on the camera pod. Upstairs, they were making some noise. It's creaky floors. If you just put on the AC or the fan in your bedroom, you'll never hear that. You'll be good. But they also probably won't be able to hear the moaning from below. I'll make sure they fucking hear it, dude. I'll put, a, <laughs> I'll put a speaker on their wall. So we're looking for a block party at Jared's house on the Lower East Side, June or July. June or July. Ideally. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I, will be, I will be out here. I will be out here. 100%. Great to hear, bro. I will be out here. The return of Jared Schwartz. Thank you for Jared, having me. this has really been fun, man. It's been great. Are we going to hang out tonight? Yeah, come by. All right, cool. Where are we off? I don't know, bro. You tell me. Oh. <laughs> Jared Schwartz, thank you so much, sir. And guys, we'll see you next time. Peace.